diner at the edge of the industrial district of Waypoint is an all-American classic made red-leathered flesh. The brisk walking distance from a nice two-star hotel nearby makes it a great alternative option for breakfast as well. The smells of pancakes soaked in maple syrup, cheap but lovingly made coffee and scrambled eggs peppered with bacon hang heavy in the air. Max is waiting on one of the plasticky red seats as the man she has been waiting for comes in through the glass doors. A Bermuda pattern shirt in pink and violet stands in stark contrast to the rather professional black tie slung half-heartedly around its collar. A pair of jean shorts don't quite manage to distract from the flip-flops the man is dressed in. His hair, dirty blonde and slightly too long, paired with the simple black suitcase in his hand, completes the paradoxical image. He seems like a surfer dude who ran into a lawyer and accidentally picked up the wrong belongings. He waves as he spots Max on her bench and speeds up to take a seat opposite his sister. Sup, girl? Just real quick, just so I got this right. You said what tonight, Ryder? <laughs> well, I kind of told him that the SOS was shit and I wouldn't join. Yeah, that's kind of what you said on the phone. And um, uh, I just wanted, I, I just kind of wanted to hear directly from you. Uh, just uh, what the fuck? Just can we can we get to the what the fuck real quick? Well, like why? Why? Well, you know, there's something I want to be even more than part of the SOS. And that's a real superhero. And they're, right. just, they're just really corrupt. Like, I they, mean, they I, let like, a dangerous man just get away with it. Like, okay, okay, okay. You, you said you want to be a real superhero and that the SOS isn't a way to do that. But like, if you would open, if you would open a fucking dictionary and look at the picture of superhero, I'm pretty sure whoever's on there would be in the SOS. That's not how dictionaries work. There are no pictures in them. <laughs> well, oh wow, I got a D in English in class. Fantastic. You got to hold that over me too. Not only are you the one with superpowers, but now you're better at dictionary than me. Oh. You know that I love you very much and I need you, even though you're dressing horribly, by the way. Hey, it's, a, it's all about confidence, all right? When you walk into a meeting dressed like this, they know, oh, okay, no fucking with that guy. Like, it works, it works. Well, you do have a lot of confidence. Confidence is key. I mean, uh, let's get back to you real quick. What, what, what exactly happened with the SOS? Well, you probably saw the stuff about duplex on the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's this. Uh, I, I, I saw, uh, I saw it on some TV stuff, and on, uh, I heard it in a news podcast. Like they had photos of you. We did a lot of work to catch him. Like most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good PR. It's definitely good PR. It's just like the, the small little footnote at the end of the the episode that says that you're you were aspirants to the SOS that didn't join the SOS. That's kind of like you know a little bit of a sludge on your image. Yeah, but think about it. Rarely people get invited to be part of the SOS, but basically never are they the ones to turn them down. So that's true, that's but only good. because that's. That's insane. That's only true because that's insane. Who would turn down an opportunity like that? Like, what's going to happen next? Are you going to come back home? Oh, no. I'm going to be superhero in Waypoint. <sighs> like, all right. I, I don't know. 
I don't know how I got to tell you this because I'm the one with the business degree, but does the term saturated market tell you something? Yes, I know, I know. But I think I found a pretty good team. The other ones in that image with you, the red alien person and that person in the Starbolt uniform and the woman in the black leather? Well, not the woman, but you know the other two, yeah. Oh, the one with brand recognition is the one that you couldn't get. I see. All right. <laughs> well, you see, officially, Charlotte can't be stumbled yet. All right. All right. I mean, I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that, like, there would be a bit more to being starbold than just wearing that uniform. But honestly, if anyone can make the public actually believe she's starbold, it's you, right? Uh, don't pin this on me. <laughs> Come on. Like, I'm your publicist. Like, I do this because, well, you pay me. But I also do this because we're siblings. <laughs> All right? Like, I can't be the publicist for your uh, band of misfits. But just think about it. Like, how am I going to make it by myself? Like, sure, my powers are pretty cool. But also, I just don't have the recognition I need. And I feel like with the other two, we, we already were in the news together. And just the three of us could actually make it as a team here. <sighs> I mean, there are like agencies and offices for that, I guess. There's like a few in the city. Most of them are ripoffs. I looked into it. He slams the suitcase he brought with him on the table and opens it up. And uh, you can see that he actually, like, despite the tough love approach with which he came in, he has done his research on what it would actually mean to be standalone in the city. All right, it's going to be tough. The way the city is split up is sort of like cartel-like as it comes to superheroes in the way of like certain areas of the city are like specifically like reserved for certain teams like if you want to set up a team here you have to sort of prove this area doesn't have superheroes active in it which could be pretty tough like most parts of the city are pretty heavily saturated there are certain areas with less superheroes and there are probably a few where you could make that case and like if you're in those already you could probably stretch out your wings a little bit <sighs> you're not making it easier right listen getting the great stuff is never easy you know me i always go for the top you kind of told the top to go fuck itself in <laughs> this yes to become the top myself <laughs> I mean, for that, you'd have to have, like, the actual Starbolt in your team, I think. I do have the actual Starbolt. It's just no one seems to know it yet. I can, I can try to... I can try to get a little bit of a PR spin on that. Man, it isn't easy. Like, when I, when I took the train here, I, I thought, oh, man, that's going to be... That's going to be a home run. Like, you have the invitation to the SOS already. Kind of have to, you know, replan a bit, all right? But come on, Rex. People love underdogs. They do. They do love underdogs. <sighs> all right. I'll, I'll see what I can do. You got, a, you got a hotel yet? Oh, yeah. Just around the corner. Yeah. In terms of, like, a team HQ or something like that, 
I don't know if I can get you something. Like, we have a bit of a budget, but, like, you know you know what a HQ in the city costs? Like, if you want to have multiple people in there. Do you think <sighs> we could, like, use a spaceship as an HQ? <laughs> that sounds uh, really random, unless you have something extremely specific in mind. Well, don't tell anyone, but Moon is actually an alien and it has a spaceship. Okay, uh, can we use that in PR? Probably, but like we have to talk to them first, but probably. All right, uh, spaceship. I mean, uh, you probably shouldn't like bring it above the city without having something like that registered first. Like I can imagine that they have like defense systems for weird supervillain alien attacks or whatever. Oh yeah, sure. We're gonna but... do everything above the board. I mean, depending on how big that spaceship is, maybe. Either way, it's going to be a little tough. Like, I think you have to have an address if you want to register yourself as a superhero here. We'll figure something out. I don't know. Do you have any plans with your team yet? Like, any ideas on what you're going to do next? Well, I thought I'd talk to you first because, you know, you always come up with the best plans. But we definitely <laughs> have to think of a team name. Team name for sure. Uh, do you know uh, he takes out um, a manila folder from a previous peer research? From what I can see, like, we got to go for something relatable uh, or something heroic. Like, that's what your target audience usually speaks to. Uh, have you tried, like, I don't know. I can't think of anything that isn't copyrighted yet. You got to figure that out yourself, I think. Uh, I can focus group it if you give me two or three choices. Well, what about the Super Bowls? I mean, that relies on the whole Starbolt identity, but I think it might put you a little back in that whole thing. Like, you have an electricity thing, but he, I, an idea that I'd have is uh, to sort of underline your heroic thing and your relatability. Uh, how about ecstatic and friends? <laughs> And go Do you and think sun. you could convince them for that? Well, I'm not sure. Also, I think it just doesn't have the same ring to it as other superhero na uh, team names. I mean, look, like super team names are very, very hard to find because you have to get three people to agree on something. So I'm going to say you guys discuss that out first and then I can look into it. All right. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I love right. you. <laughs> See you, Max. He gets up and uh, moves to leave and turns around one more time before he gets to the door and says, I can do a lot for you, but you guys need to figure out what you're going to do here. I can't decide that for you. What path you want to take to becoming a big team. Like, I can support you along the way, but the big decisions are something that you have to do yourself. Just leave it to us and have fun working. <laughs> All right. He rolls his eyes and leaves the diner.
Except for a small bundle of hills strewn about the city limits, the area surrounding Waypoint, Delaware is mostly flat. It wasn't easy for Moon to find a good spot to hide their ship as they landed near Delaware Bay, but they managed to spot a cove that was exactly what they were looking for. Not that it was easy to hide. The vessel saw its best days before Moon ever got their hands on it, and it was never intended for inhabited worlds, which means that it didn't come with any cloaking technology. As Moon re-enters the hideout, they are overwhelmed by the smell of rotting algae and salty seawater, both so very different on Earth than anything on their homeworld. It's striking, although without the cultural context, it's hard to determine if in a good or bad way. A light blinks as Moon approaches, and a string of telepathic imagery beams itself directly into her mind, sensory data as perceived on Tilao, comforting in a way. Welcome back, Moon. I hope you enjoyed your trip. Yes, yes I did, Chip. It was pretty exciting. Okay, what look happened? at this. And Moon sends Chip a quick summary of just what happened. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I, th wow. I think I have friends now. I've been uh, very interested in the whole superhero phenomenon. I researched it on the internal net of this world. Ooh, that and could come in handy. It appears that you and your team made a rather strange move by not joining this organization. Yeah, but they were kind of... Yeah, I, I, I didn't like the, the views some of the higher-ups had. So I'm, we're just going to do our own thing. We, we don't need some like big corporation to tell us what to do. We can do fine on our own. That sounds reasonable. Thank you. I thought so too. It is all human stuff. It is strange to me, as a lot of this world is at this point. You have parked me on the nest of small creatures. They have been crawling all over me for the past couple days. I have only managed to get one in front of my camera this morning. Oh, cool! According to the internal net, it is an ant. I am covered in ants, Moon. I am covered in ants and I hate it. Oh. Oh, I oh, thought... No, but I thought it would be cool to, like, explore new stuff. That's... I mean, I didn't rewrite that, did I? Um, let's have a look at your at your core code later and see if we can just adjust some things there again. You did a couple of strange modifications on me and I am not entirely sure what they do. I did not know that I was ticklish. Apparently I am ticklish now. I am covered in ants, Moon. Please remove the ants. Just, just... Okay. Open the hatch, I'm coming in. Oh. The hatch of the ship opens with a loud squeaking noise. I think I oiled that like half a year. Oh, half a year. Oh, okay. I I'll oil that later. If there was oil Put in it, it on the, the list. ants probably ate the oil. There are ants everywhere, Moon. Are they inside? They might be. I feel them all over. <sighs> okay. Ship, I'll take you for a quick spin and then we'll... Uh, do you know how deep the water here is? Insect stuff doesn't like water, right? So if you just... I can make the necessary measurements to see how deep the water here is. That would be great. I mean, the military people said I can't park you in the city without getting permission, but I honestly... Can you research who I need to get permission from? Because I really would like to not get shot out of the sky. I can open the internal net again to try to figure it out. Yeah, do that. You see a few lights blinking in the ship as it starts researching. Also, um, where's my repair kit for the um, telepathic bands? I think I one of the corners got cut. The elevator cable, you know. 
the end goes a bit floppy. If you mean your knitting supplies, they are in the bag. In the bag, upper half of the big pile of stuff or the lower big pile of stuff? In a pile of stuff where my cameras can't figure out where it is. <sighs> Moon, as I opened my communications drive to figure out what the person of authority is that you need to contact, I actually got a message from your parents. Do you wish me to show it to you? <sighs> yeah, fine. Show it. That raises a little question. Uh, how do parents work <laughs> on Moon's <laughs> homeworld? Um, the way I thought about it, um, parents is a bit looser than in well, and on Earth because Moon's people don't reproduce um, sexually. But basically, mm. you gift um, some of the DNA you want to make a person out of to the planet, and the planet provides a child. And so you can basically, yeah have a child by yourself or with multiple people. So in Moon's case, there are like five other um, people of her species that created Moon out of their DNA via the planet. And did they raise Moon together? Um, mostly. Okay. So it you was have more five like parents? I have five parents. Aww. You guys figure that out. I'm rewriting the dialogue I wrote here to be said by five people. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you made very self-indulgently a whole alien race of asexuals. I support it. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of fits in, in with my headcanon about how the planet itself works. Um, in that the planet itself is a possibly a sentient creature itself. So um, the moon species, the Antilla can sort of sometimes get glimpses, telepathic glimpses from the planet itself. So basically in their culture, it's con it's believed that the planet is a sentient creature, um, which you are in contact with telepathically. And it's sort of a semi-religious figure in, in Amtilla um, so culture. So basically it's your sixth parent. <laughs> yeah. For everyone. I'm just going to say that two of the parents aren't on the call. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so it's just three parents talking. It's just the three you were closest to last. Yeah. <laughs> one of them is just a very silent person and one of them got eaten by a space worm. No, one of them is probably uh, at the office because they are always at the yeah. office when something interesting happens because, oh no, whatever would happen if the main accountant wasn't there? I can feel some resentment. You can? I have a question. How... How do you, video calls work with, like, mind reading? There are less video calls and more, like, um, recorded messages, basically. With this okay. um, much distance between the planets, there's so much. There are, like, hours and hours of delay, so it's okay. more like... So you're not, sending like, sending messages. emotions and thoughts, because that would be kind of cool. Yeah, you can. I just, I just kind of translate it into words yeah. for ease. Okay. Of I mean, the same way that Moon sort of that I try to represent what Moon is thinking in words and sort of the emotions that go along with the words are like how we would use okay. like tone of voice. Yeah, and no, I was just curious. <laughs> All right, on that call, like you get the clear vibes of three of your parents then. Okay. Um, who who speak to you? Hi, sweetie. Looks like you've moved your ship out of reach of our crafts. We tried to call you, but you just wouldn't respond. Must be because you're out of bounds. Why else would you not respond? It, it must be. 
<laughs> but that's that's why we're sending you this message. Just wanted to check in on you and ask when you'll be back. Oh, and the most exciting thing happened. All right, tell her, dear. Okay, you won't believe it, Moon. Our world just joined the collective. We signed the paperwork yesterday. We are part of the largest interplanetary community in the Milky Way galaxy now. Isn't that exciting? Yes, that means that we're part of their trade word network now. And now we don't have to renegotiate deals every 17 cycles anymore. So there will be much less conflict and unease about that in the future. Things will become even less exciting from now on. Can you believe it? Ship, pause. Oh, God. How much of this is left? Uh, it is not much. But uh, there is not much content further after this. <sighs> okay, fine. Continue. I'm, I'm sure Moon is just as excited about that as you, dear. But mm -hmm. that does mean that you'll have to come home soon, though, Moon. The Collective wants to do a full count of all of its citizens. Anyways, uh, hope you have fun on your trip. Uh, get back to us as soon as you can. And that's where the message ends. <sighs> do you wish to send a response message, Moon? Uh, not right now. I have to... Ugh. Hold on. When did that thing with the with the uh, with the constellation thing happen? I know we learned something about it in school, but I honestly didn't pay that much attention. It sounded most mostly hypothetical, to be honest. I can s uh, summarize the most important information about the collective for you, if you want. Yeah, yeah, do that. I should. I should probably know. Yeah, just really, really summarize it. The Collective is the largest network of planets in the Milky Way galaxy. They incorporate most intelligent life forms on most intelligent worlds. They are a pacifist union of planets. There is no war and there is no conflict inside of the Collective. What that means for your homeworld is that, from what I can gather, there is not going to be more conflict there. <laughs> not that there was much to begin with. Yeah. Okay. So that basically means now we have one more person above our government that is like, okay, let's keep everything the way it is. It's fine. What else Essentially, is Essentially, from what I gathered in the message, your planet must have joined peacefully. What does that mean? I mean, it's a peaceful organization, right? How can you join a, a, a collection of peaceful planets not non-peacefully? Well, sometimes when a world is rather prone to conflict and war, they have to be convinced to become part of the collective. Yeah. I can understand why you would not like to be a, a part of that. But well, okay, I will, I will do a quick message and then I'll take you for, for a quick spin to, to keep those old motors running and... Moon pets the wall a ants bit more affectionately. Of my, ants of my hull, please. Ants of my hull. Message first before I change my mind. Hello, everyone. Uh, Moon here. Thank you so much for your message. I I didn't know I was so far out of range yet, but with delay, it your message reached me. Um, So I'm enjoying myself very much. I got a new few friends. I mean, look. And Moon includes a quick memory of Max and Charlotte. And... You know, here, people with, like, our abilities are pretty rare, so I'm actually considered a superhero here. And with these two, I think I'll I'll hang out with a bit more. They, they are pretty cool. And I think I can do some real good here and, you know, um, spread the diplomatic mission and help them with conflict 
prevention. So I think you would be really proud of the stuff I'm doing. And Moon very carefully keeps out all of the fighting with Duplex in just the <laughs> end <laughs> um, where they arrest him. So we found this person who was like using company money to, con- to do insurance fraud and we stopped him. So this is what I'm up to. So it it might be a while before I come get back yeah, but yeah, I hope you're all doing well and well, may your waves travel far. Add message. When the decision was made to build the tall stone memorial to Starbolt right in front of the offices of the syndicate he founded, it became clear that a second, unofficial memorial would be needed. The plaza at the center of the industrial district would never have been a good place for mourners, and strict cleanliness laws would prohibit putting keepsakes or candles in the middle of a heavily used plaza. So a graveyard at the edge of the city, near the bay, became the favored spot for mourners. It was here that a tombstone with the name Jake Harris was put up, even though it was widely known that his actual body wasn't buried there, for fear of former adversaries digging it up and desecrating the grave. As Charlotte arrives at the small memorial, the graveyard is empty. It has been a year, after all. Yet their candles, flowers and letters, spread around the grave and the surrounding area, some fresh, some old, still tell the story of a large community of people mourning their hero. So I go over to the grave, I hold a candle Mm. in my hand, um, and I put it down, and I light the candle, Mm. and then um, I just look at the grave and at the name. Yeah, what what you see when you look at it is, like, this grave was deliberately set up with, like, spare places around it to give people space to sit there. Yeah. And, like, more. Um, But I keep kneeling at the grave as close as I can uh, you know with all the stuff Mm. around Um, and I start talking I didn't know where else to go there's not really a place to where I can mourn you so I decided to come here I just wanted to apologize to you because I feel like I screwed up majorly but I also hope that you're you know that you're still believing in me because I know I can do this but the SOS probably was not the way to go I mean I kind of knew this would happen they wouldn't accept me because no one knew that you trained me and all of that but I'm very thankful for that and I promise I will not let you down a heartwarming I think I got a little speck of dust in my eye oh terrifying oh Poor young lady. Who the hell are you? You hear a voice and you don't know exactly where it's coming from. Yeah, I turn around and then I see that there's not a person standing there as I expected. Nope. So I look around and scream, show yourself. You uh, see something really quickly. You see like someone stepping up a set of stairs, someone coming out of the grave, uh, moving out of it. What? Like, moving through the ground like there were stairs and coming to a standstill in front of you. Uh, you see a woman dressed in a black parka over a black turtleneck 
with a hood drawn over her head. Uh, a series of belts around her midsection keep the otherwise open parka form-fitting, giving the impression of a very long and thin figure. Her age is hard to determine, given that all her body is hidden behind black fabric and silver clasps, uh, and her hands are hidden in leather gloves. And it's even harder because instead of her face, there is just a black swirl of matter under the hood. Not really in the shape of any kind of face. Uh, and as you see the person coming up, you see that like the body kind of forms out of nothing uh, with every step upwards, like a dust coming off the ground. And you recognize this person, you've, you've heard of them, and Starbolt has mentioned this person. It's uh, one of his old villains, Black Hole. Oh, it's you. Yeah, well, I saw you in the news and I just had to have a look for myself, you know. What the hell do you want here? Want to desecrate well, I saw, this I saw, memory? Uh, desecrating? Wow, that's pretty harsh. Uh, nah, nah, nothing of the like. I'm just a mourner like all the others coming here. <laughs> yeah, right. Really, really miss the guy. Of course you miss him. Well, I, I never thought he was a bad person, per se. He was just, you know, we got in, the, we got in a, a few fights once in a while. A few? Well, one or the other. Like, kind of before this city even existed. It's been a bit, it's been a bit. But I saw you in the news, saw a new Starbolt showing up in the city. And hey, you were actually on official SOS business. None of the others managed that so far. Because I'm Starbolt's apprentice. Well, he never really mentioned you. But then again, he never mentioned any of the others either, right? The others weren't his apprentice. The others were fake. Well, I think that's up to debate right now, right? Like, he didn't tell me a bunch of stuff. Maybe he kept some from you. That's not true. I mean, those powers don't come from nowhere, right? Like, he was one of the first to give away his powers to science so others could have them as well, but it just turned out that they wouldn't work on anyone. They said it was because they're too strange to the human body, that you need some specific genes for them to work, but then suddenly he dies and suddenly there's a ton of speedsters running around. It's a bit fishy, ain't it? I don't know where those other speedsters come from, but I got my powers from Starbolt. Well, I, I wouldn't doubt you. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm glad it's like, a, you know, a bit of girl power, right? Like the jackbooted thug of the state wears boobs now. Like, uh, diversity win. I'm on board for this. Oh, come on, as if you would care about any of that. Well, it's, uh, it's a nice thing to see someone new, right? To see someone young and impressionable. Let me, uh, from what I heard in the news, you turned down the SOS membership, so maybe there's hope for you yet. To join you? I don't think so. Ah, no, nah, nothing like that. Just to not join them. I think not joining the SOS might be the best thing you've done in this city so far. We'll see. Oh, we sure will, girly. Uh, Starbolt, I'm sorry. Sparkle? Sparkle works for me. You're not a bolt yet, right? My name is Starbolt. We'll see about that, Sparkle. <laughs> she, she giggles as uh, she takes a small step back. I would be careful. If I see you around here again, you will regret it. Well, we'll see about that. You can't be everywhere at once. But I'm fast. <laughs> he was always fast, too. There's limits to fastness. You can't punch what you can't touch. There's always new strategies as well. There is. If there's one thing you can do that he couldn't, well, maybe you can change in a way that he wasn't able to. We'll see.
We'll see. Just let me tell you one thing, girlie. There's one good thing that you have, and you shouldn't lose sight of it just to please someone who's dead. You're not who he was. You're your own person. Figure out who that is. And uh, don't try to be Starbolt just for the sake of, you know, someone dead. I'm the new Starbolt. I know who I am. I know I'm not him, but I'm also Starbolt. She smirks. As you said so eloquently, we'll see about that. And she steps back into the ground, <laughs> leaving you alone at the grave. God damn it, how did she find me so fast? These single stories happened, and after that, the three characters, about like a few days after uh, the defeat of Duplex, meet up again, having done their individual stuff now, and now deciding what's going to happen next. Uh, where, where do you meet up? What do you think? Hot dog stand. Yeah, the place <laughs> where the most important <laughs> emotional stuff happened. The same hot dog stand? Oh, yeah. I don't think Moon understands that they are... Other places where you could get <laughs> And I mean, dogs. it makes sense because we already know where it is. Yeah. Ah, true. Yeah. Um, all right. Then the tr three of you meet up again in the industrial district right next to uh, uh, Waypoint Incorporated Steel and Pipelines or whatever it was called. <laughs> pipelines hey, and Steel. I uh, think it was uh, like... Metal and Pipelines. No, uh, it was like, um, just um, over the street from the Uwu Bank. Oh, yeah. The Uwu Bank is also <laughs> right next to it. Right. <laughs> So you uh, meet up at the Uwu Bank uh, hot dog stand and you get seats there without any problem because this, the hot dogs aren't great. I disagree vehemently. <laughs> They are great to moon, okay? <laughs> They are the best hot dogs I've ever eaten. Th that, is, that is true for sure. Yeah. So yeah, you you have had your small little adventures, and as you meet up, you're probably all like slightly slightly in thought of uh, the things you were just thinking about. Max a little bit of like, okay, how are we gonna name ourselves then? What's something that's gonna fly well? Moon thinking of like, uh, okay, my parents want me home. What am I gonna do? And uh, Charlotte having her own can of worms there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much. <laughs> Interesting. You guys, I think next time I'll try extra pickles. I really like them. They're just sort of like crunchy and watery and sour. And I really like, I, I like them. Extra pickles are two dollars more. Two dollars? <laughs> Dear man. That's Pickle a steep price. <laughs> pickles don't grow in the ground. We gotta buy them. <laughs> But I thought they're vegetables. Don't they actually grow? <laughs> I don't you actually me. <laughs> Who's the hot dog man here? If we had a kitchen, hey. we could make hot dogs ourselves. That's kitchen true. can be exchanged for food and service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, which of you um, loaned me some money? <laughs> I, I love us, yeah. I think it was Max. It's for sure Max. Sure. 
I didn't loan you the money. I fucking bought you the hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so Max, what do I have to do to uh, get you to spring for some extra pickles? Help me find a headquarters for our team. Uh. Wait, uh, what do I have to do to get you to uh, buy me some pickles? That's uh, is it assess, assess the situation or? <laughs> 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 Wait. No, it's it pierced the mask because um. How could I get your character Yeah, pierce the mask. To... How could I get your character yeah, yeah, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buy me more pickles. Okay, roll a pierce the mask. Okay. <laughs> that's an eight plus nothing. That's plus an mundane. eight. So I can ask one question. <laughs> Jillian, how can I get Max to buy me more pickles? Max, how can, how can that happen? Well, I guess you could just... Ask and maybe emphasize your hunger in the feelings you send or something. <laughs> I don't think you have to do a lot. Okay, so that would be unleashing my powers or provoking someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, with this move, you don't get a plus one to do that. So I'm going to say we don't roll. Yeah. Yeah. And you just uh, <laughs> talk like a person. So that might be something. Max, I just talked to the hot dog man and... And you feel like waves of like sadness and regret and these pickles, <laughs> they're just, uh, they are so wonderful, you know, they remind me of home. That's not true at all. You feel like, a, you feel like a bit of guilt about the obvious lie slipping out of there. I still slide but you the money over. <laughs> Thank you. And Max goes over and like slaps um, the two dollars down and like thrusts the hot dog into. Um, um, I assume that Moon has already bought the hot dog and just came back with like <laughs> more pickles. Yeah, he totally just hands you pickle slices out of his bare hand. Thank you. It's that kind of hot dog stand. Does <laughs> the hot dog stand owner in any way raise an eyebrow at being spoken to telepathically? No. I assume not. <laughs> I, I just assume that nobody in Waypoint is ever more than just mildly surprised. This um, man is only interested no, in I was, money. No, I was... Yes. I was thinking about, for a second, describing what the hot dog stand owner looks like, but he looks exactly how you look. Uh, think he looks. That's exactly <laughs> what he looks like. Good. You have that image in your head right now. The voice evoked the image. <laughs> um, Moon goes back to the table and just exudes happiness and joy and <laughs> and gratitude towards Max. Just something I really quickly want to bring up. This is a situation that uh, all of your playbooks have something called team moves that I just want to bring up here. It's not necessarily something that makes a lot of sense in the situation, but it might be. They basically give you an option for when you share a vulnerability or a weakness with someone or when you share a triumphant celebration with someone. Uh, we haven't had much time to bring those up in the first episode. I just kind of want to bring them up here for our listeners at home that might be getting into masks uh, as we do this podcast. Because we kind of had a situation of triumphant celebration last time that we could have done some of these potentially. But uh, it was pretty late and the episode was pretty long, as you probably noticed. So we didn't do them there. It's just every playbook has individual ones for that. And potentially, like you could be looking for situations where you could bring them up. I think this is a situation that could be a triumphant celebration, potentially. 
Yeah, let's see how this plays out. Oh, this is so good. Oh, man, I'm totally... I, I, I will bring this back to my planet if it's the last thing I do. Oh. I brought that up in this specific point because Moon's team move in this uh, case is uh, in a celebration, you can take influence over someone if you show them meaningful affection, physical or emotional. Uh, and that outburst seemed a bit like it could go in that direction. Um, in that case, it would be up to Max to decide if that was meaningful enough. Uh, <laughs> and in that case, uh, there could be influence taken over this. I pr personally, as neutral observer, would say probably not. Yeah, I Just, don't think it was know, that meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. They gave me two dollars <laughs> for pickles. <laughs> well, I yeah, also bought you know. the hot dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> So, yeah, you're, you're sitting there enjoying your uh, overpriced, undergood hot dogs. Well, Moon, I'm glad you're finding, you know, stuff that you like. That's awesome. I mean, it's hot dogs. How can you not like them? That's true. Yeah, it's it's really, you know... I got I got a message from my parents and they're doing like the same boring stuff as anywhere and anytime and always when I try to get them to pay attention to anything other than uh, their boring jobs. Anyway, so they want me to go home, but seriously, like F them. And so I'll be staying for a bit and I would really like it if we could do more superheroing stuff together, maybe? It wouldn't. I mean, looks very I mean, hopeful. Definitely. I, but is that okay with your parents? Like, I don't want you to have a troubled relationship with them because of us. <coughs> Too late. All right. <laughs> well, I've already made plans for our team, so I'm glad we're on the same page. So we are a team. <laughs> we are officially. Okay. Um, Ship set. This is called hugging at Moon, sort of like throws their arms around both of you and just pulls you towards them. Am I doing this right? Yeah, sure. Is this? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Ah, uh, I'm on a team. Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> so, so we're going to do hero stuff and, um, okay, so how, how do we do that? How, how, how do we, how do we make a team? Well, we need to find an area where there's not a lot of superheroing going on. Somehow get a base there, like an HQ or something, and then just, you know, do some superheroing. Can't we just, like, go and find someone who needs help and help them? Yeah, that's not how it works in Waypoint. <laughs> but that's how it... I mean, that's exactly how it worked last time. I mean, we just were going around and something happened and we helped and then we got a mission. I'm guessing if we just like do that now, um, we will have problems with other superheroes, I guess. And the city. And the city. Yeah, like uh, that's okay. that's pr probably a general something that you know kind of living in this world. Like okay. there are a lot of cities that don't have a specific superhero program or anything like that. And in those situations, it's a lot more like it's a lot more Batman like a lot more uh, vigilante that the police is not supposed to work with because you technically can't admit evidence and stuff like that from a vigilante if it wasn't like legally obtained or stuff like that so that's the general issues you run into if you don't if you're not like an official superhero 
Like you can't just bring someone to the police and say they are a criminal and then they put them in jail. Like that's <laughs> usually not how it works. Damn it. <laughs> um, okay, so do you have like an area in mind? I'm not... Like I was so focused on the SOS, I didn't even think about stuff like that. My brother researched some of them. By the way, if you ever meet a guy in the city that's just horribly dressed and you think... <laughs> Huh, he seems really confident in that weird shirt. That's probably my brother. But yeah, okay. he, he's done oh, some yeah. research and I guess we're gonna have to find a place. <laughs> so your brother will get us somewhere where we can set up. Um, Max? Oh, maybe Charlotte as well. Um, so I was told I wasn't allowed to fly my spaceship over the town. But it's kind of really annoying to take like an hour-long trek every time I want to see my ship. Which is my ship. And if I don't go there like every second day, it will literally fall apart. So is there any way I can get it into the actual city? I mean, yeah, there's registration procedures for special vehicles. How can someone help me with that? Because I have absolutely no idea how that works. I mean, and sure. I really do not want to get shot out of the sky. I assume we have to fill out some forms and stuff. I don't know. I can ask my brother. Yeah, it's just... You probably also need a place to land it. Yeah. Probably. Can we like just... a normal parking spot would probably not work. Can we just maybe, like, get, get like, a house or, like, like somewhere where I can, I can land on the roof? It's not that heavy. I maybe. mean, I, I guess that's then on the list of things we have to look for in a place... Which is already gonna be pretty hard. <sighs> yeah, I guess we'll see what the potential landlord says. I don't know. <laughs> I've never had a problem of parking a spaceship. <laughs> it's been very easy up to this point for me. I've never run into issues with parking my spaceship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, one thing that is very important. Um, ship hates ants now. So, <laughs> I mean, everyone um, does, so... Yeah, but Chip really hates them. So wherever we go, there cannot be any ants. Okay. Um, do we maybe... I mean, if we're not officially with them, can we still sort of hang out with Transistor? Because I have a feeling she might be able to help me with some um, technology stuff, especially since one of my cameras is on the fritz and I need some parts for that and I have no idea where to get them. And Transistor looks like someone who is used to, like, building some technology stuff, so... I mean, yeah, I think we all still could learn something from her. So if she's willing to have us... Max, did you ever give back that... Oh no, I definitely kept that. So maybe we can solve several problems at once. We need someone to show us the ropes about how to get started as a superhero team. And I need someone who can help me potentially to get my ship registered and get some parts for it. And I need someone who can give me a lesson on electromagnetics, which... You know, like, mm. I think I did a decent job, but I could be better. Oh, it was really, really cool. You did very well. I did not know you could do that. You showed me fireworks and magnetizing someone to to, to an elevator shaft is very different. Yeah, from I also fireworks. did not know I could do that. Cool. 
So hopefully, so we need need a space with a roof for parking my spaceship and also training training your your electromagnetic stuff. Yeah, that's also some stuff I want to work on. So do you think that in like the areas where the rich people live, there's a lot of superhero activity going on? I mean, rich people like having their stuff and other people like taking their stuff. So I assume that... And apparently rich people be... love committing crimes and then <laughs> no one yeah. really... That's true. Based. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe we look for an HQ in an area like that. Yeah. Let's get all those people who like the SOS is too afraid to actually do something about can we afford that? I mean, it doesn't need to be anything fancy. Are there many old derelict warehouses in rich people districts? Mm. Not I'm a thinking lot. more like shed. Oh, you mean... Maybe on their property. You mean my garage? <laughs> for, for my five different cars that I drive only every second year. <laughs> <laughs> but also, most importantly, have you thought of any names? Oh, oh, I have a great idea. Okay. Uh, how? Starbolt and friends. <laughs> no. How about we call ourselves Starbolt's Legacy? <laughs> well, Ooh. I feel like that, that's awesome, right? I feel, it is pretty awesome. And I feel like that could be like your tagline. But I'm not sure it fits Moon and me. <laughs> but you're working with me. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Shouldn't the the team name like be about all of us as a team? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, sorry, probably. I'm sorry, I guess I got carried away. It's just, you know, I just want to... Don't worry about it. I had to talk my brother out of ecstatic and friends. <laughs> okay. Huh, a similar problem. So, so we should find something that's like for all of us. So what if we just mesh uh, together like... Egg style moon or something. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> moon star eggs? This is so much easier in thought language. Yeah, when I was workshopping something, I was, you know, thinking about the whole teen angle, but I'm not sure that fits Charlotte for very long. I mean, I keep saying I'm 21. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of young superheroes are called teen something. Okay, no, I'm sorry, but that won't fit for me. Star Wars and teens? Well, no. Teen balls? <laughs> While you're having this discussion, Max gets a pinging noise on her phone. Uh, there's uh, a message there. Uh, it's from uh, <laughs> it's from Rex. Uh, it says. Hey, I keep getting messages from this guy called Brad Raker. Do you know who the fuck that is? Uh, I write back that he's um, one of the reporters in Waypoint. I gave his number to him because he wanted to do an interview with me. Yeah, he keeps talking about you, about how you guys turned down the SOS. Maybe, like, he seems kind of fishy and wild. Uh, but maybe we can get him to, like, you know do a promo for you in a way he uh, from the looks of it he has a podcast or something like that about superheroes a lot of people listen to that people listen to podcasts weird podcasts about superheroes can i less. look up the podcast <laughs> uh yeah uh, it's 
I mentioned the name before. Uh, the superhero forecast, right? Uh, yeah, it's called the superhero forecast. Uh, it, from the looks of it, like you see the episode titles that go in directions like "Flame Man Caught with His Pants Down" <laughs> and stuff like that. Like it's very, uh, you know, not not the kind of press you want to be in usually. I mean, bad press is better than no press. Ooh. There's there is uh, a recent episode that is about you, the newest episode. Yeah. Uh, it's called Renegades Catch Bank Mogul. Uh, I think we're gonna listen. But he to wasn't that a one. bank mogul. <laughs> I don't think he just he's very good at information gathering. He was very clearly like a CEO of an of of a metal industry. Like when you listen into that episode, you like very very quickly notice like that's a clickbait title. Uh, it sounded better than Steel Industry Tycoon, I guess. But like in the first few episode uh, minutes of the episode, he clearly brings that up and he talks about you in a kind of pissed sounding way because you didn't give him an interview immediately but you get the feeling that a lot of the news that appeared recently that talks about you and how you didn't join the SOS might have come from this because he kind of like portrays all of this as something he discovered through his sources mm -hmm. in the okay. SOS that you turned them down or whatever hmm. renegade superhero team I kind of like the sound of that we shall be called Renegade Superhero Team. <laughs> TM. TMR. Uh, copyright, copyright, copyright. Yeah, I'm thinking... TM, 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 TM. I'm thinking we found a name. Oh, yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, ba, ba. End of episode. I think we found a name. <laughs> we got that. Yeah. Do, do, do. Hey. End credits. Do, 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 do. It's the Renegades now. Woo, 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 woo. Renegades. Woo. We Yay. did it. The the thing uh, the thing where we thought of a superhero name and then got a message uh, that had a really cool idea totally wasn't like forty minutes of content that I'm gonna have to cut down now. <laughs> <laughs> where we totally didn't settle on the name and then wrote that scene. Yeah, let's see how much of that I leave in the edit. No, that's the best thing about editing. You can make us sound incredibly good. And we also just, yeah, so clever. We also so totally funny. didn't use fantasynamegenerator.com. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not if 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 that name sticks and uh what our heroes are gonna do next with their newfound uh fame uh, we'll figure out in the next episode where we'll start the second story arc Ooh. which will be called something i don't know i haven't named it yet kill all the ants see you guys <laughs> kill all the ants uh where every ant in the city will be exterminated and the ecosystem will collapse instantly and the ecosystem, absolutely. Uh, until then, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.